Industrial Talk is brought to you by Palo Alto Networks. Now, Industrial Talk has a direct link to a new report about Palo Alto Networks Industrial OT Security. The new report analyzes improved ROI and reduced complexity. The Palo Alto Networks Industrial OT Security provides customers significant savings and benefits in the following way. Faster time to industrial OT protection, reduce operational complexity, and reduced risk to the organization. Find out more how Palo Alto Networks Industrial OT Security helps you better manage, secure, and protect your OT assets while providing safe access to the assets and services required to modernize your operations. Go out to paloaltonetworks.com, download your copy today, and begin lowering your risk and achieving your 351% ROI. Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat, grab your work boots, and let's go. All right. Once again, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk, and thank you very much for your support. A platform, this platform, the vision of this platform is to celebrate the industrial professionals all around the world because you're bold, brave, you dare greatly, you innovate, you solve problems, you collaborate, you do everything to help make the world a better place. That's why we celebrate industry professionals on this podcast, as well as we are broadcasting from Accelerate 2023. It is in Orlando. It's brought to you by those wonderful people at Fluke Reliability. Go out to the World Wide Web. Find out more about Fluke Reliability. Reach out. Ask some questions. You're not going to be disappointed with that either at all. Will Rogers is in the house. Able Engineering is the company. Let's get cracking. Hi, Will. Hi. So here's the here's the 411 on Will. Uh, we were having lunch. We were having great fajitas. And, of course, I started talking. And uh, said that he needs to be on the podcast, and Will graciously said yes. That was it. That's the process. You can put it into a process flow map, but that's pretty much it. There, I'm worn out now. You having a good conference, Will? You bet. Why? Well, I've learned a lot of things that I didn't know, and I've. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You can't just let that dangle in there. What, like, like what? Uh, how to cook fajitas? How to how to mix a great drink? How to eat them? <laughs> how to eat them? Yeah. Yeah, big talk. No, uh, go ahead. We we use uh, email at Able Aerospace, um, and I want to get better at it. Okay, I, I see. Here's the deal. I got to correct myself. It's not Able Engineering, but your card says Able Engineering as the URL, and I don't see on it. I just see Able, so it's Able Aerospace. See how I screwed that up? Okay continue <laughs> <laughs> we we use a emate at able aerospace and uh it could uh, use a little bit of polishing on my part to get it where i can utilize some of the features that are already inherent in the program yeah. and so when i received the flyer for x23 to, uh showing that we were going to uh, eventually be moving from x4 to x5 my interest was piqued. I decided that I'd need to come here and decide what I need to do to, be, first off, be better at what I do as a facilities engineering manager, and secondly, um, to 
ready our company to make the transition to X5. This is an interesting, and you brought up something interesting. Um, you have a system, X4. How long have you had X4? About eight or nine years. Eight or nine years. And you're still in, you're still learning about some of the functionality that exists within the system, or is it? You're not, you're a super user. I am. Um, I don't know if I'd go and say super user, but you're well, you're I always learning. Part of the problem is we're always putting out fires, as most of the facilities managers have to do on a daily basis, and so the betterment of the program tends to take second seat to putting out those daily fires. But um, I, I believe that a lot of the things that I wanted to do in Emate um, X4 are unavailable that will be available in X5. Oh, so that's interesting. So did you uh, were you able to sort of communicate some of the uh, hey, it would be great if uh, X5 did, you know, better scheduling or do this or connect to that or whatever you might. It was it was more on the, I was on the receiving end. They would say, hey, did you know that X5 is able to do this? Ah. And I go, aha. I, I had several aha moments at, at this conference. See, that's pretty cool. Because I, I, I don't know. I mean, there's some, there's a point in. In, in all of these systems, there's a tremendous amount of functionality. It's like, I hate to use this analogy, but it is. Um, whenever you use Excel spreadsheets, you can pull up the book of all the functionality, and it's you know, about five inches thick, and you only use just a sliver of it. Like, yes, I can add that cell. <laughs> Things like that. Does does the, the X4, X5 solution sort of, are you... Are you is there more to glean and, and extract value out of? There, there are many uh, modules that uh, probably is the best way for me to describe them that are available and could be utilized that uh, because we have other systems in place that are company-wide that I, I choose not to use those modules. Um, not, not because I ha haven't tried them, it's just because I don't, I don't see the, the trying to run two systems side-by-side -side would uh, bring any value. Uh, okay. But it's the reporting. In parallel. Jeez, don't. Yeah. Oh, no, don't do that. Go if ahead. ever there is an opportunity to, to introduce uh, problems, <laughs> there you go. Big time, big time. The, the most important feature for me that I want to get better at is the reporting structure. How to take the data that I'm already gathering, how to take the information that is available to me scattered throughout the program and put it in a comprehensive format oh. that I can use to better my team. And also, so I can report upstream to to the people who have all the monies and the paychecks, and allow us to spend money where we need to spend it, and help me make better decisions. Okay, so we're here. You're learning a lot. Good aha moments. Collaborating, learning more. Why don't you take the listeners through um, Able Aerospace? Like, what 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 does that company do? Why is it important? Oh, we are. Uh, aerospace, MRO, maintenance, repair, and operations. And although we do have a few options where we bring in aircraft and take, up, take off the parts and modify the aircraft, the vast majority of what we do is our customers put, their mechanics put aircraft parts in boxes, ship those boxes to us, we open the box, decide through non-destructive testing what needs to be done on that aircraft part. 
tell the customer how much it's going to be, and they have the option of either going with us to repair that or to replace it. And if they choose to repair it, we've got all the capability to do that, anything from plating to machining to non-destructive testing to painting. We, we do it all in-house under a roof, a quarter million square feet of repair facility. And after those parts are finished and completed, they get put back in a box, they look brand new, and they go out to the customers and the customers' mechanics put them back on the aircraft. Whenever you deal in the world of uh, aerospace, which is what it is, you have to be you have to be right every time <laughs> the whole time how does uh, an organization like uh, able aerospace how do you how do you ensure the right every part has a traveler is what we call it goes with the part now be, before i answer this question completely i'm a facilities manager i'm not the guy that actually works on the aircraft parts, but I'm around it, so I, I see it right. from an outside. You stayed at a Holiday Inn. Yes. <laughs> um, there's a traveler that goes with the part, and it stays with the part the entire time. And in that traveler is a set of instructions for each and every step that has been decided uh, when the part was first brought in, what needs to be done to it, whether it's repaced bushings or... Um, Replace bolts. Uh, you know, it could be yeah. a, a lot of things that have to be done, including the painting and the plating and all that. And that traveler is the lifeblood of that part as it travels through our shop. And if that's lost, then the history is lost, and we essentially have to start from square one with that. And um, then that gets archived, and we keep it for years. And uh, the part goes back uh, with that information goes back to the customer. How long has uh, Abel been in business? 40 years. And it's always been in the, the world of uh, aerospace? No. Uh, when it was first started, it was a privately held company. Uh, the original owners, three of them, uh, started the company as a plating shop. And it, over time, morphed into more and more. And, and now, it, uh, once they stepped into the aerospace sector, then that's when we started real quickly. And in 2000... 16, I believe it was. We were, we as a private company, used to be Able Engineering, um, were purchased by Textron, and Textron is a worldwide yep. conglomerate, and uh, that's when we became Able Aircraft Services. I'm sorry, Able Aerospace Services, and uh, that opened the door to a lot more customers that we didn't have before. Uh, some of the customers that we had now became our, our sister companies. And uh, we've just been year over year continuing to grow. With that said, um, with that activity, are you sensing or seeing sort of changes taking place within the aerospace industry um, on how to manage assets? What what? Are you seeing any future trends that are taking place that you can sort of share with the listeners? Well, from a facility standpoint, yes. We, we are becoming more and more technical in what we do. And uh, so we're bringing in equipment that is highly accurate to CNC equipment, whether they be five-axis mills or lathes or hones. Now, we have to hold tolerances that are extremely tight. Um, 
uh, in much of our equipment, the tolerances are five ten thousandths of an inch. Yeah, I can't even see that. And so the building has to be kept at a certain temperature. Parts have to heat so 24 oh. hours before they can come in because a, a variant of a few degrees is going to change the dimensions on that, that part. And uh, huh. so the CNC equipment that we get, that's where I see us going at more automation more opportunities to push things through automatically and yes and reduce the amount of errors that's inherent with um, with manual operations that is a great conversation and that is uh many within the, the world of manufacturing in general are looking for greater automation just because of resource constraints the need to reduce uh introduced errors into whatever the process might be through human you know contact uh, that is a huge huge area another area of uh, conversation are are just resources people human beings with the skill sets to be able to da, 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 da. absolutely um just last week we completed the installation the physical installation of a robot that was uh being used oh. as a replacement for a very mundane task of, yes. of shot blasting media blasting um aircraft parts to get the the dirt and grime off and getting them ready for machine right, right and it was a, a thankless job dusty environment yes. very hazardous very heavy lifting the um the media hoses it's going uh, towards the part and a lot of turnover in that area so, and you know obviously the hiring people to replace those that left uh, it became very difficult to do. The robot that we installed is going to eliminate 80 or 90 percent of that work, and so they'll be able to push a button, go and do something else, come back after the robot is finished, and touch up and, and move the part on. So we're doubling up on the work, getting more iron passed through the through the building. Yeah, like that. I have a question about the the robotic arm. What's the the brand? You know, Fanuc. It is a Fanuc. Or Fanuc, if you're from Canada. Fanuc, Fanuc, yeah. <laughs> ah, there you go. Great people, great company. Had a number of conversations with those guys. And, and um, yeah, that, that whole conversation around cobots and, and uh, eliminating the, the mundane, uh, there's a safety component to it, too, that, that uh, is important. So, and, and automation is, is so you see it. That's good. I like all of that. Um, how do people get a hold of you? If they want to say, hey, I, and I know you're a short timer. I got it. Doesn't matter. I want to get a hold of Able Aerospace. What do we do? Well, we've got a website, but the number is. Yeah, but the website is ableengineering.com or Able Aerospace. Okay. I've, I've vented to Will. Go ahead. Phone number. 602-304-1227. There it is, man. I'm telling you, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or if you're you're looking at uh, uh, E-Mate, I guarantee you Will would have a wonderful conversation. He's seen it. He's trying to work with it. Excellent contact. Are you out on LinkedIn? I am. There you go. LinkedIn. LinkedIn. I'll have his LinkedIn link, and I'll have the, the link to Able Aerospace. That's ableengineering.com. That's what I'm going to have out there, so don't be confused about it. All right, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk. Thank you again for your support. We are broadcasting from Accelerate 2023. 
Brought to you by those wonderful people at Fluke Reliability. Of course, I've told you to do this, make it happen. Go out to the World Wide Web and connect with somebody out there who will not be disappointed. We're going to wrap it up on the other side, so stay tuned. We will be right back. You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. Will Rogers Able Aerospace Accelerate 2023? We're going to be at Accelerate 2024 next year. So be on the lookout for those great conversations around maintenance, reliability, asset management, and all the solutions associated with uh, maintaining your assets. Big time. It's all, all important, important stuff for you as a manufacturer. All right. Again, we are building a platform here at Industrial Talk. It is an expanding ecosystem of professionals that have to get their voice out. You have to get your voice out. You have to be heard. And we're just trying to make it as easy as possible and as entertaining as possible. So go out, click on a button to Industrial Talk. It's right there. And then just say, Scott, I want to talk about how we can collaborate. It's easy. It's painless. And it's going to be fun. So reach out. Industrial Talk. Be bold, be brave, dare greatly. Hang out with Will. Hang out with other reliability professionals and you will change the world. We're going to have another great conversation shortly, so stay tuned.